It's a stupidly small podcast. It's Thursday, February 16, 2017. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Uh, Are you going to tell us how skinny you are today? Oh, the way in, of course. Yes, well, with these things, Lauren. Oh, here we go. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Added uh, another 11, have you? No, no, no. As I mentioned earlier in the week, I I lost 9.0 bath. uh, In what, a 40? In a fortnight? No, in a week. In a week? But then the second week, as my um, body adjusts to the new regime, and it is a regime, Mm -hmm. um, you know, things happen at a slower rate. So this week I uh, came in at a a negative 2.45 kilos, which makes it for two weeks. Still under par. It's still good. Uh, And so it makes for the two weeks... Uh, 11 kilos. So that's a good positive start. And so it's that's 11 completely kilos ridiculous of bad stuff, like fat. I'd say that that's, yeah, uh, that's fat. pretty ridiculously good. Anyway, uh, yes. Uh, well, congrats as well. I Thanks. just thought I would update people because you did say yesterday you may do it today. Uh, uh-huh. Stu, do you know what I did to yesterday? Uh, to yesterday? I've no to yesterday. Sorry. idea. Uh, I'm talking about... Sense. I'm talking about, well, because I'm thinking of doing it again today. I'm not sure if this is, you know, when you get, so this is about the sort of money thing, right? You know, mm. the thing, the money calculation of like when something's worth it. So yes. yesterday I had to, I went to the zoo because, you know, I went to the zoo um, and I had to renew my membership because I haven't been to the zoo for 400 years, right? right. Anyway, and in order to, they, what they do with the zoo is they make it like um, expensive for one trip yep. to the zoo and inexpensive for a membership that is such that you would have to go three times in a year to make it worth it, right? Also, they <clears throat> sort of blackmail you by saying if you become a member, the elephants won't die somewhere else in the world. <laughs> totally. Like mm. it's all connected to like we look after the animals and there are yeah. all these programs and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so um, and there's a – there's a th- so, so I – Yesterday I did that. I decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sign up again for a year. Mm. Um, and so I did that and then I decided uh, I, I went to the zoo and it was great and I'm thinking of going again today. But I, what do you think when you go to the zoo? I think that the big monkey guy that throws poo. Sorry, uh, what? And, and the fact that no. you don't look at him anymore because everyone was sending you around the twist. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. I was so. What I mean is, what do you think of? What do you think has to be in a zoo in order for a zoo to be a zoo? Right. What do you think has to be in a zoo? Animals, particularly um, what sort popcorn. of popcorn? Because oh, you I can would... have like a horse and a donkey, what? and it wouldn't be in a zoo. No, you, I know. I'm being difficult. Look, to be honest, I think you'd want uh, animals that you can't keep in your backyard. So you'd go uh, the giraffe. Yep. The uh, chimpanzees. Yeah, I'd say you need some chimps. Um, great apes, but yep. you know we're not allowed to look at them anymore. Um, orangutans, of course, our nearest uh, cousin and our dearest friend. Um, yeah. Tigers. Yep. Snakes. Yep. Um, get rid of the butterflies. Terminate the butterflies. Get a big can of Peebo <laughs> and open up some real estate there. Get rid of that butterfly farm thing. Um, okay. Get a big all right, all right. outdoor restaurant right there. This and... is not. This is not Stuart redesigns a zoo. <laughs> oh, well, I thought. I thought maybe we could. It would be a fun zoo. We'd have dodgem cars. Would children be allowed? Uh, maybe on a Monday between four and five, just before they're about to feed the lions, which would be the other uh, animal I would probably have in my zoo. Oh, there you oh go. and so, rhinos, rhinos. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. So, Stuart, 
it's a weird... I take the meerkats out. It's oh, <laughs> you know one's going to your zoo. Um, listen, your mm. your final point there, you lions, right? That right. leads me to what what happened oh, to me. So I went it? to the zoo solely in order mm-hmm. to see some lions. Okay. By the way, the most disappointing animal at the zoo every time who they just However, lie there and go. Oh. Well, they don't if you know the special trick. Have I? I've told you the special trick before on this podcast. Oh, Remember? The special trick. There's a special trick. At Melbourne Zoo. Now, I don't know uh, if this occurs in other... You have to figure out when it occurs at other zoos. Right. But half an hour before... So, 4.30. So, zoo, zoo shuts at 5. Yeah. At 4.30. About this, you know I know. Everybody goes to the lion enclosure who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and waits because an announcement comes over the loudspeaker. She says, the zoo is about to close. Ladies and gentlemen, we, the zoo is about to close. And the announcement sends the lions completely into raw territory. They Frenzy. just roar for like full on like five to eight minutes. They yeah. just go sick, right? It's the best. It's why you would go to the zoo. So I went to the zoo and I knew either that would happen or I just get to see a lion because I got a human friend who's yep. never seen a lion before but who thinks he knows <laughs> yeah. what a lion is yeah. and like just I really wanted to like fortify his view from picture books. Anyway, so I go uh, – every I'm in the few people, right, and I'm like – I'm like a bit of a hard ass. I'm like, no, we are not going to the. We're going to the reptiles for ten minutes, and we're going to the platypus for like five minutes, and we're like, and no, we are not stopping here. No, we're not getting coffee yet. We've got to go see the lions because I was on a bit of a tight schedule, right? Right. So finally, we get to the lions, right? And I've been bossy to everyone, like slightly narky, just in order to make sure that this happens. It's not like we you get to the lions. Not at all. Get to the lions, and we look around, and it's a beautiful, brand new lion enclosure that I remember last time I was a member being asked for extra donations for because they needed this new thing, right? Yeah. And you turn up, and it's like big, beautiful windows, and there's a whole lot of grass, and there are all these places, and at zoos, Kids. sure. Animals hide, right? So you kind of have to go, well, look, it might be up the back of sleep, kids. <laughs> Let's see if we can find it, right? Yeah. Go in there. And because it's quite a large enclosure and they've made it kind of gr- good in that you can, can kind of get lost and go around this bit and stuff. Whenever like 30 to 40 minutes, can't see any lions, right? Mm. Out the front, by the way. Big signs, lion enclosure, come in here, lion enclosure, lion enclosure. It's all live. There are like voices coming over that say things. So it's not like it's a dormant thing. Yeah. And I said, but so I was like, okay, obviously I just can't see the lions. I'm an idiot, right? And I find the zoo guy, there's a dude in a t-shirt and I go, hi, excuse me. Is there any reason that I can't see any lions? Can you give me a hot tip as to where I might find a lion? Mm. And the guy goes, ah, uh-oh. About that. Now, I around don't. me, I got to tell you, there are like 50 to 100 people looking for lions, right? right? And he goes, they all died. What? I said, pardon? He goes, but- yeah, we had like th- we had three lions and it was really sad, a very sad year for us last year because they all died of renal failure. And you one died. All of them died. But I thought there were more than three, too. I thought there were five lines, but obviously the other two were the type of... But how about a sign? I mean, come on. And do you know what? I almost think at the gate there should be a sign. Totally. Because if I'm going to a zoo and there isn't a lion, I want to know at the front. Yeah. Hey, cats. 
we got meerkats. We got you know mm-hmm. we got we got uh, what are they called chameleons. We got butterflies. What do you want to go? What the chameleons can might as well be in the lion cage. You just stand there and look at nothing. <laughs> I actually saw an amazing display of a chameleon yesterday. It was really fun. What? But it didn't change colour, but they've got these amazing freaky feet and it kind of came sprinting towards us and like… It's not a very good chameleon. It's got, it was really not changing colours at all. But one eye moves and the other eye moves differently so that one Drunk can chameleon. look over… I mean, you know, if you've watched any Pixar movies, you know this anyway, but like no. one will move, you know, looking in all different directions from the other one. It's okay. crazy and amazing. Anyway… But it's not a lion, Stu Farrell. It is not a lion. So I, uh, yeah, I I was a little bit uh, nonplussed by this, but also, you know, saddened, et cetera. But, like, what does one do if one is a zoo? One one must beg, borrow, or steal a lion from somewhere. I mean, it must be a complex process. Yeah, you might have to think that they're going to have to get on the blowers to Africa pretty much. Or, I mean, do they have them in India? No, they've got tigers there. Uh, Pretty much ASAP. You would would think. They'd be. I'll put a sign I mean, up. This is weird. Put a sign up because that's the thing. I don't care if you don't have a lion. That's fine. You're but not a could, zoo. Well, you can be a zoo because you could go. You know, the giraffes are awesome or something. Yeah, but you, 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 for lack of a better term, you, you, ha- the zoo has lost its bite. You know, what I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. As, as sick <laughs> and as lethargic as those lions were, bear in mind they are uh, the king of the jungle and they are used to. Uh, Prowling around. I know. It's but actually pro- very sad. Do you know the tiger? This is the other thing I thought. I went past the tiger. There's one little no, dude, the tiger. That's the saddest thing in the history of the zoo. It's the saddest thing in the world. He just paces up and down the fence. He paces up and down. It's the saddest. So Close I, the zoo. Good idea, Lion Clark. No, no, no. Here's, <laughs> here's what I think we I'm should serious. do. Yes. I'm serious too, and I think everybody should ride into the zoo. Close the Dear zoo. Dear the zoo, get that tiger and put it in the lion enclosure. You've got a brand new massive lion enclosure. Change the sign out the front. How hard is it? Love from me. <laughs> uh, you know what you're doing? Clanger. Yep. Here, Clanger's lions. Signed Clanger. Because <laughs> Clanger's lions, we might put you in a big hat and one of those old-fashioned mega like, horns. I feel like Clanger is my nickname for when I'm doing like particularly idiotic things. <laughs> no, you're, you're just Clanger. But uh, Clang, it's it's more no, um, clang, that. I mean, we've we've talked about this. The world has talked about this over. Is there a place for zoos? I mean, if I you want to conserve animals, do it. The public don't have to look at it. You know. Yeah, I know. I I I've had this argument with myself a lot, and I've got some friends who are very, very, very firmly against zoos and very good at arguing. Hmm. But I also think that there is really no better way of seeing and it's quite extraordinary if you have an amazing experience learning about animals through contact with animals like you just it's just nothing else like it but But, but having said that do you know what i prefer i prefer what's the one hillsville i prefer the hillsville sanctuary or even watch a koala throw something at you yeah no just like it's a little more at least you Free know you roaming. won't get a lion, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so is the other one, the Werribee Zoo. Although, yeah, it's a Do bit Do they more... have elephants there? They had rhinos at one point. They have rhinos and they have, like, they have hippos. And one time we went there and the hippos, like, poo through a rotating tail. So they rotate their tail, like, Sounds flick like Mona. it. yeah. And it just goes just amazingly, spreads amazingly wide and it's a way of, like, going, of showing off kind of thing. 
We but it's a really, it. really great trick. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to try it, are you, Stu? Yeah. Anyway, this, uh, this is my public service announcement. If you Close go to the, the zoo. Melbourne, no. But I, I know, it's a, it's a complex animal. Well, buy a lion, issue. how's that? Yeah, no, not buy a lion because that's really hard too. You know. But how about the tiger and the lion thing? I think it's a great idea. You know I love what we my could idea. Do. Oh, what? You just get a couple of tins. I'll go to the $2 shop. Yeah. All right, we get a couple of uh, fluoro vests. Yes. A couple of tins. Yeah. I've got a texter and I'll write on uh, Lion Fund. And we walk up and down and up and down the queues and say, Hi, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Melbourne Zoo. You do it just One of us should juggle. <laughs> no, no, no. We we are employed by the zoo. Welcome to Melbourne Zoo, ladies and gentlemen. And as you may have heard, may or may not heard, the lines are all dead. So we are <laughs> raising funds here for to buy a new one. And uh, you all Kids. go into you all go into a drawer to name yeah. it. Um, just, just tell them about that at the uh, front desk. Lion face, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, but you know how much money we could probably make in a day? I know, a truck. For lot. us? Yeah, yeah, for us. I'm not talking about Take giving it, it for another lion. We're not, nah, we're, no. we say ban the lion, ban the zoo in this, on this podcast. We're anti, yeah. anti everything, but as you know. But, uh. Yes. Lozzie, is you there know, any chance of just having a monkey zoo? That would be fun. That would be, well. I have a thing about – so with zoos, I have this kind of strange – I think it's maybe because I read – what's the – it's Taronga, the book by Victor Kelleher, I think, from when you're, from when you're like a teenager. Like it's, an, it's yeah, a books. young adult fiction. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Uh, it's a young adult fiction book. I'm pretty sure there will be people listening who would have – because it was quite popular at the time and there will be people listening who have read this book and probably boringly studied it too because I'm sure after – like it became one of those ones that everybody studied. Right. But and it's where I can't remember but the but the zoo it's kind of the war happens, excuse me for keeping you awake. The war happens in the <laughs> morning. The war happens in the morning. The war happens in Sydney. The war. And a war. Oh, yeah. And like the the zoo there are some people who are like living in the zoo with the animals who are like really kind of down with the animals and stuff. Down and, with the animals. And they you they end up sort of fighting it's 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 like the the animals go a bit wild and the kids who are in there go a bit wild but they kind of work together with the animals and there's this war going on everywhere anyway and it was this amazing idea of like there are all these animals living in this one place and they're all in different cages but like why because they're animals like they shouldn't be and I always think that's because I remember I've told you on this podcast the story of a member of my family um being busted by when we were at university when I was at university mm. somebody came up to me and said uh I know someone in your family and I said who and they told me and then mm. they said because they uh got stoned and climbed the wall of the zoo together and spent the night in the zoo hanging out with the animals uh-huh. and just ideas like that about the zoo it kind of frees up the idea because when you go in there and they're in cages it's like this is not a free it, you know, like the, the 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 kind of idea that these animals are having a nice time is pretty hard to believe sometimes, particularly with that tiger. It's also idiotic to propose that they be allowed to roam free. It's idiotic, completely. But mm. I kind of like, you know, I kind of think, well, what would happen to zoos if suddenly there were no humans anywhere? I mean, obviously they'd probably die in they'd the cages. They'd start a death, but... yeah. <laughs> but like... There'd be at least the same amount of lions at Melbourne Zoo, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Stu Farrell. 
Stupid. Stupid. Yes. Um, I can't say. I I kind of might have missed doing what's in your phone. I uh, you know it slipped yeah. away there for a while. No, it's back. Anyway, uh, it is back. Uh, what is in my phone today? Now listen. Last uh, was it yesterday? It was yesterday oh, when I did I this, know. and when I talked about the article, or was it the day before? Whatever. When I talked about the article, and it was very serious. It was about Trump and blah blah blah. There were so many that I was going to do today that are like. Trump heavy and like mm. politics heavy and stuff. How's Trump and, going? But I'm not going to ah. do it because I I think everybody's got a little bit of fatigue and everybody's like it's all really on the move, all this stuff happening at the moment. Anyway. It's fluid. It's fluid, my friend. Huh? Uh, it is. Huh? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so what I thought I would do is just tell people. Now, I know – Everybody knows about the New Yorker, her Erde, etc. Mm. But Did you say Erde? Erde. What's Erde? Uh, Erde. Erde. I don't know. It's a thing that you used to say when you were a kid. Erde. Oh, Erde. <laughs> sure. It's Anyways, du, you'd say du. You don't say Erde. Well, I was. <sighs> I was brought up better than that. That's yeah, what you're yeah, going to exactly. say, aren't you? No, what I was going to say is I was like turning it into an almost hashtag. I was trying to move smoothly past it, but mm. no, no more. Anyway, if here. you go to The New Yorker, oh, you will find – listen, hey, psst, I am trying to tell you what has been distracting me from the um, horror of international politics. Mm. Um, and it is New Yorker podcasts or like, you know, radio and stuff you can listen to. So you can go mm. to – well, there are all sorts of ways you can get it, but you, if you go to their website, you'll find it. But there's the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's, so there's stuff where there are, where are people just talking to each other, people yeah. talking about Imagine politics or talking like about. That. Yeah. I know. What a waste of space. I know. Um, and there, there's one. Uh, there are ones where people like that are specific, like there are politics ones and whatever. Yeah. Always really interesting because they're New Yorkers, so the the people are good. Um, the, but the, there's one which is uh, the writer's voice, which I've already talked about on this podcast before. And these are the writing ones, right? All the kind of booky ones. Yeah. Um, and the fiction podcast. And um, there are also, there's a whole lot of, there are people, there's poetry, there's the out loud section, which is kind of um, people talking about it, about stuff. Okay. Um, Anyway, and all of them I'm finding really diverting at the moment, including the latest um, writer's voice one, which is this woman. And she's reading – I actually didn't know of her work, uh, Curtis Sittenfield, and it's called The Prairie <laughs> Wife, right? Yeah. And she reads in this way where she's like – She's obviously – so she's American, but apart from that, she's the sort of person that that would that would be in your class telling a story, I don't know, on the bus to sport or something. Like yeah. she, she just – she kind of sounds like a, somebody telling a little bit of a story and she's got a little bit of humour behind the voice. And the story is really contemporary and it's about um, somebody who is uh, really famous on a reality TV show – and there's this person who's the narrator who's telling uh, – who knows something about her and who's wondering about whether she should leak the thing about her. Right. Right? And and kind of undo her entire, like, career and life. Oh. Anyway, 
But it's a really intriguing um, – I, I, when it started, I just found her tone and stuff kind of bizarre. But the more I listened to it, the more I realised that that is kind of what it was. And by the end of it, I found myself just really on the I, – I find the, the – you have to concentrate with fiction ones, like with this one and the, the New Yorker fiction podcast. Uh-huh. You really concentrate. But listen to you, uh huh, as if you're concentrating right now. What are you doing? A crossword? Looking at a text message? Anyway, um, but <laughs> anyway, the point is, it is you do if you are doing the dishes or something. It's a really good one for that. It's a really okay. good one for when you like need something to listen to that's not gonna freak you out about life, like most of the politics ones. But it's different and you're going to be in a different world after it. So there you go. That's my my recommendation is to go to The New Yorker and download all of their audio stuff. Yes, Stuart Farrell, you can get out of here so you can go and do whatever it is that's more interesting than listening to me. Even talk about books. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Lauren Clark, how does any member of the Trump family care to uh, contact you? They can find me and my big... Uh, reading list uh, about them uh, at uh, Stupidly Big Stu we're stupidlybig.com Stupidly Big on Facebook on Twitter on Instagram we're Stupidly Big in iTunes we can give us a rating interview thank you to the couple of people who've been over there and done that lately it's just always fantastic to see people when they go and do that because it's it's just it's all we've kind of got to go on and um, but apart from that there is at the moment still uh, you can still be a part of the 1%. We really encourage you to go along and vote for us in the uh, podcast, Australian Podcast Awards at Castaway Awards. I'll put the link up for that as well, Steve Farrell. Yeah. And um, will I see you tomorrow? Uh, debatable. We'll see. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, we look forward to finding out. Okay. <laughs> okay, find out tomorrow. Bye-bye.